Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Rodison McMichael on here. That's going to be the end of the power play, and that's a great big old zero for the home team that time around. Coming near side, Ovechkin at the end. He scores! After they went back to five on five, Alex Ovechkin lets it fly from the office. We're tied at two. Uh, goal number seven and goal number 829 on the brilliant career of Alexander Ovechkin coming Saturday night at Capital One Arena in what turned out to be a shootout overtime loss to the Nashville Predators. Now, before we get to a little bit of the controversy there, we tell you that every goal that Alex Ovechkin scores on his march to toppling the great one, Wayne Gretzky, is presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local. Bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. So we know it's been a little bit of a struggle for Alex Ovechkin here at age 38, and the Capitals have now lost four in a row. They take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, and Sidney Crosby tonight in Pittsburgh, again, 7.30, a little bit of a later puck drop, I think because of national TV, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, either way, you can listen to it on the fan, Odyssey, and what have you. The key thing from Saturday night, you heard John Walton's call there, power play just expired, still power play. You know, look, still struggling, what have you. Alex getting them on the board, tying them at two after a bad start, 2 nothing. Nashville's a good defensive team, so on and so forth. The last minute of regulation, he should have had goal number eight and goal number 830 of his career, and instead they whistle goaltender interference or they review goaltender interference on Nick Dowd, who did make a little bit of contact at the top of the, the blue, at the top of the crease with the Nashville goaltender. Not discernible impact, not really conclusive impact, and I don't think in any way, shape, or form, anybody that loves and watches hockey, Linnell, mm-hmm. I don't think it was impact that prevented the Nashville goaltender from having a chance to make the save on what should have been Ovi's 830th goal and eighth of the season. It's sad that it happens in another big spot, and it was perfect that that happened this weekend because the NFL had their problems with officiating oh. as well, so... It's fitting, and when I talked about the officiating blunders, why can't we just have replay? Why can't everything be reviewable? Well, in this case, it was reviewable, and it wasn't even a coach's challenge. The NHL in Toronto Mm -hmm. says, hey, we think there may have been, you know, uh, so they whistle down or buzz down or however that works, and then they go on the headsets and they review it, and they determined it wasn't a coach's challenge like we see In other cases in the NHL, this was simply a goal review because it's a goal scored and every goal, just like every touchdown, what have you, every turnover, every change of possession is. I think the mechanism was fine in this case. What is at the root and at the heart of was there actually goaltender interference? And there was a little bit of a nudge from Nick Dowd, but there wasn't anything significant. And I've watched the replay, I don't know, 15, 17, 18 times, whatever it is. I mean, I've talked to Stephen Wino. I heard Alan May this morning on the Junkies right here on the Team 980 and and 106.7 and so on and Monumental Sports. And Alan May is all pissed off. And, you know, like – You should be. Alan (laughs) Alan May works for the team, so we should point that out. Right. Right. But but he's not a – 
a con artist. He's no. not a BSer. He's going to tell you how he honestly feels. And he couldn't have been, he said, more discussed. He talked to like 10 coaches or scouts or you know people outside of the, the Capitals organization. And it cost them a point. It cost them yeah. a point because ultimately they get the one point by going to overtime, but it cost them the win in regulation, right. and then they lost the extra point. Granted, to a non-conference opponent, but still, you'd like an extra point. Hell, you'd like a win, especially when you'd lost three in a row and you'd played so many shootouts and overtimes over the last couple of weeks. You'd like to feel good after two brain bashings in New York to the Rangers and the Islanders to go home <laughs> with a backup goaltender yeah. just called back up because your top guy or one of your top guy gets hurt, and you're down 2 nothing. you claw back. We heard, again, the game tying goal just after the bad power play, 2-2, and then you finally get a break, and you think, all right, you have a win with a minute left in regulation or thereabouts, maybe a minute and three, whatever it was, and it, you get it taken away. And and now Stinks, yeah. if, you, if you come out you know, and, and you lay an egg tonight, that's five losses in a row. Now, I mean, obviously they and can then control the some of that. the conversation changes yeah, about this group. Exactly. They've been playing really well right. to start, and they're in the, in the midst of a little bit of a rough patch right now. But they're going up against the creme de la creme of the National Hockey League right now. So Absolutely. I mean, don't, don't put too I much don't know stock if the, in this. I don't know if the Penguins right now well, would be the considered the creme. I'm talking about what they had to do The, the Penguins are their, are their most heated rival yeah. over the years because of the Crosby-Ovechkin thing and because of all the playoff success. This is a winnable game for the Washington yes. Capitals, period. End of story. Yeah, I was mostly talking about the the New York team. Yeah, and, well, yeah. I mean the Ra- the Rangers are really, damn, really, really the good. Are the Islanders are pretty good too, yeah. and and they manhandled both of those games. Ultimately, not the entire game. The, the Capitals were in those games until about mm, later part of the second period. The third period is where the doors got blown open. So tonight, I need you to play sixty minutes. Yeah. I need you know, like I know it sucks that you were robbed of a point. I need you to use Hopefully that. Hopefully, it uses yeah, fuel, you, motivation. I need you to use that big Penix energy. Play that pissed big off. Penix energy. Play, Whatever. Play pissed off. I've seen yeah. Tyler Wilson's been clocking people yeah. left and right every chance. Maybe someone gets clocked tonight exactly. for the Exactly. Let's go. Drop the gloves. Tommy Wilson. Three minutes in, I want to see him drop the gloves. Now, man. of course, that takes a great player off the ice, <laughs> but, you know, maybe they need some of that. They need a forcer, man. They need that uh, Michael Penix energy, right? right? They, need, they need some of that. Maybe Us. that can infiltrate the Caps' room, as they like to say, uh, and as they get a sweater on, a sweater and a schmoozer. All right, let's get back to the calls, and then we will um, get to a hot name, a hot executive name, and what it might mean. Let's get to, uh, let's see here, Mitch in Jersey. What's up, Mitch? How are you? Mitch. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hello, How Mitch. How are you helping you and your family? Yep. What's going on? Well, I was coming. I wish you had put me on earlier. I was coming down to see my family. I've had family living in uh, Virginia now since the early 90s. Wait. I have my mom, in, uh, Ash- my mom in Ashburn and my brother Lawton. Oh, okay. I'm going down to Alexandria, and it, it's just so many directions you can go. It, it was no, and no place to pull over. Yeah, I, I, how I, 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 I mean, Mitch, you're, you're talking. I mean, obviously, you know, like you're talking, like you're talking about like the spaghetti bowl area and all that. I mean, yeah, it's a mess. I mean, nobody knows how to drive around here. Everything is congested, and uh, it's a disaster. And uh, the, you know, uh, well, I could go on. Yeah, and well, I'm glad I bailed less for ninety-five, but yeah. you know, three ninety-five to four ninety-five, ninety-five. It's still, it's it's a quick mile for me. Right. Uh, what I want to say is that uh, Washington's gonna be picking again. This is a real good quarterback, or then I'm happy. We'll maybe get some uh, more assets and and draft a quarterback in the second round. Then I'm looking at Cameron Ward or even Panix, but if they can get Jaden Daniels, I mean, you go for it. Uh, I'm just sad with, with, with how, I guess there was a reason why he was a fourth round pick. You know what I mean? Russell Wilson was a third round pick, but they got lucky. Well, and, Sam was and, a fifth round pick. So, Good gracious. I mean, oh, he was a fifth round pick. Oh, I mean, Sam Howell was a fifth round pick. All right. Well, you guys invented uh, taking quarterbacks year after year or even two in one year. And you hit some, and you're missing some. Uh, hopefully, our next one we hit. Hey, Matt. Uh, Happy New Year. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Thank Mitch. You. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, that, that was all over the place, but uh, I mean, you know. If anyone out there feels as if you can't get into this show, that's a perfect example that everyone's welcome. I mean, he was on hold for an hour and 20 minutes. What do you want me to do with him? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I, you know, like, look, I, 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 I don't know what he, I, I don't know what Mitch, Mitch is a good guy. I don't know what he wanted. We have 45 like, minutes left in the program, yeah. and there are like a bunch of different things that I would like to, okay. right. I'd like to comb through here. All right. Let, 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 let's do this before we take any more calls. Okay. I wanted to run this by you. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the buzz this morning. Nikki Javala put it out. Somebody else put it out. Um, my buddy um, Teresh from Tegna, uh, who's the connections guy, uh, put something out on this. Don Aponte, mm-hmm. a longtime NFL executive. And I've known about Don Aponte for a long, long time because she's worked in the league office. Mm-hmm. She basically, I think... When Brian LaFamina came down here, she was one of the people that basically kind of helped replace him in the NFL league office because she had worked for the Miami Dolphins. She had worked for the New York Jets. She had been part of the Mike Tannenbaum, Jeff Ireland, uh, Bill Parcells-ish kind of family tree. She's a salary cap executive. That's what essentially she is We're all from a up. football perspective. She's a salary cap perspective, uh, you know, executive, not a football personnel executive. No. That, that does take the wind out of people's sails, it I know. It does. But, but it's a part of the process. But if you look at, if you look at this whole situation, right, Everybody's been so focused on the general manager and the head coach, and for good reason. What happens when they hire a president of football operations? Or, as has been rumored today, an executive vice president of football. Meaning, could Jason Wright stay as the president of the Washington Commanders? Be a good move. Largely on the business side, but also maybe having some influence that he hasn't had under Ron Rivera because he and Ron don't get see eye to eye. (laughs) Could Jason stay as the president largely again on the business side? And could Donna Ponte, who's, again, more of a salary cap executive and a football business executive, could she be brought in as either the president of football operations or more likely an executive vice president of football operations role in which she helps replace Rob Rogers, who was Ron's right-hand man and chosen guy who came with him from the Carolina Panthers and one, was one of his big hires and has done a fine job. Uh, nothing against Rob He's Rogers. Some big time deals. Done. Yeah, but 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 you know, but you know what? I I mean, maybe the best advice wasn't saying yeah, go for it, go 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 on Green for Deron Payne at twenty two and a half million. Okay, M- maybe I, I I don't know. I don't know whose decision know. that was. I think that I think Rogers' role in that is just to make it. The deal Make as team friendly as possible. Okay, I don't and, think, and that's fair. Right. That's fair. But 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 when people are here, see when when people hear the name Donna Ponte and they say an executive VP or whatever, they probably think she is going to if she gets hired for yeah. a role like that, she is going to be like totally in charge. She is going to. I don't think she's going to have a lot to do with. I, I can't say nothing. Not, yeah, not I don't nothing, think she's but. going to have a lot to do with football. The question is whether she is going to hire the GM. Well, no, I think that's the question. I think Eugene Shen. Is, I think you're giving Eugene Shen way too much power here. I, I've heard you. I love you. I think you know, he is going to play a damn big role in that because of the relationships he has throughout the league and and, and with the certain candidates yes. that will be. I think he plays a role in it, but he doesn't make that bottom Who's line decision, number, right? So you think she's going to come in and be the top football mind? No, what I'm what I'm what I'm questioning, uh-huh. what I'm concerned about is Where by is hiring her. Mind? Does that mean she runs that process? It can't be. It can't. I think Josh Harris ultimately and his ownership group runs that process and they might hire Dawn as again salary cap executive vice president of external affairs business affairs what basically like an Eric Schaefer type role who had six jobs and was really good at all of them and saved the commanders uh, well they weren't the commanders back then saved the Redskins ass a number of times because they mismanaged the cap every year 
But my question, I, I'm fine with her in all of that. My question is, is how much influence does she have in then hiring the GM? In then hiring the head coach? Because when you look around, right, again, she's connected with certain people. Again, Tannenbaum, who's been out of the NFL, but obviously runs the 33rd team, ESPN, what have you. And again, I, I, I like Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's a guy that I would hire as the GM. Right. But she's also close with other people. Uh, uh, again, she's close with Bill Belichick. Right. <clears throat> dun, dun. And nobody wants Bill Belichick here. But once again. We're, we're, but this is my thing. When you look at her track record and her previous stops, when has she ever been in that type of position to make those type of decisions? Well, that that that's what I'm asking. I, uh, what, what I'm wondering mm-hmm. is how much influence she has. Whether she has the ability. I don't think she's going to have the ability to make the unilateral decision. But how much influence does she have? I think that's the question. Yes, because if she's being high, and don't also don't think don't don't forget about this. Mm-hmm. This organization has become, and largely because of Dan's idiocy. Yeah, this organization has become the NFL's push pin yeah. cushion whatever. Do what we tell you to for, do to do from what hiring we, Ron from hiring Jason exactly. to bring it. And even though like Ron's that. and even though Dan's not here anymore, make no mistake about it. Josh Harris, okay. I don't know exactly what his relationship is with Roger Goodell, but I'd highly, highly doubt that it's a bad one. And I'd also strongly think that Josh Harris would say, you know what, if Roger is kind of pushing Donna Ponte on teams and maybe more teams, maybe just this team, maybe it's something that we can do and have her be a part of the organization moving forward, again, because we're planning on blowing out not only Ron, but Everybody. Rob Rogers yeah. and Martin Mayhew and what have you. And oh, by the way, can she can she recruit, can, can she help lean on Bill Belichick if we want to go down that road? Or is Bill Belichick pulling some of these strings behind the scenes? I don't know. I'm asking because these are the thoughts that go through my head. Oh, I hear you on that. Is that, that unreasonable? I, I want nothing to do with Bill Belichick as an executive in any capacity. What if he turns what if he was completely. just the head coach and say they hired say they hired your guy, Joe Joe Horditz from I just, Baltimore. I just think Belichick's ego is the, the size of the damn DMV. He is not going to take a step back in what he's being asked to do. I, I just don't I just don't believe that to be true. Mm. I think it would be Really crazy for Josh Harrison to bring him in as an executive. What the hell? What is his, his track record as an executive stinks? He got rid of Tom Brady prematurely and cost this franchise a Super Bowl. Let's call it what it is. I don't think he's made fairly good. Trent Brown is, is over there completely taking a crap on their whole organization. He's he's the top dog. He's responsible to signing him to that ridiculous extension. Or listen, bringing him I, in. I, I, listen, I, I, he I had made good decisions as an executive. Is my thing. So why the hell would you bring him in? I totally agree. I, I, I totally agree. I cannot dispute that. Maybe worse than Rivera in terms of personnel. Yeah, which is pretty bad, right? But here's my question: What if Belichick were to come here and say, "Okay, you know what? Look, at 72 years old, it is more than I could. Cho- I still have a heavy influence because I'm Bill frickin' Belichick. But let me hire." Let's hire Thomas Dimitrov as the general manager, who did a pretty good job, all things considered, in Atlanta. Took them to a Super Bowl. I know things fell apart. He ultimately got fired. I got it. Let's bring who I've worked with already, meaning Belichick. Let's bring in Donna Ponte. She's going to manage the cap and help with business operations. Let's bring in Thomas Dimitrov instead of going. You know, at, 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 and then this is, let, this is, let's fire Eric Bieniemy and bring in Josh McDaniel. See that. What I worry about is the power play tree of doing it one way, one philosophy, one style. It's not necessarily hiring Belichick and giving him all the power. Maybe he doesn't want all all of the control, all of the power at this point. If you're talking about making him just the head coach. Right. 
He's not going to be. Then he's, not, he's, he's not going to be just the head coach, no matter Dude, what they he say. He can't build an offensive coaching right. staff. He can't work with quarterbacks. He stinks at that. I mean, Josh McDaniels worked with quarterbacks pretty well. Who? I mean, Matt Jones in his rookie year, and then of course okay. Tom Brady, Mac Jones, in and his Matt rookie Castle, year. Okay. and and Jacoby Prissett. I mean, he did. When did Jacoby take off when he got to Indianapolis? I know, but Jacoby Prissett did pretty good in his rookie year, filling in for Brady. And Matt Castle. Yeah, I don't think Josh McDaniels. You're going to have to bring in one of his cronies on your offensive staff, and their track record stinks. He cannot build an offensive coaching staff. I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. Are you kidding me? They've had Tom Brady, and when they haven't had him, you don't really have much to I go off that. of. So they, all, get... they also, again, develop. Uh, and look at what his guys had are doing success with Bill O'Brien other... is stinks. I, listen. He they... had to show him what. He is the biggest beneficiary of this cronyism that happens in the NFL. He worked with Deshaun Watson, who was already him, before he got to Houston. He was a beast at Clemson. There wasn't much that Bill O'Brien had so to do. So Bill O'Brien had no impact at all on Deshaun Watson? What other what, what other impact? I mean, Bill, Bill O'Brien, O'Brien didn't had? do a pretty good job at Alabama the last couple of years before Alabama. Alabama. I mean, Alabama, they were only in the national championship last night. Alabama. Come on. All right, 323 on the Team 980. we got to take a timeout. Can we go around the National yes, Football League? Yes, yes, brother. I I'm mean, but this is important. This, this is important news. It is important. I mean, it news. could be the, the it's a capologist getting hired. I, I get maybe I'm not digging in the weeds. Yeah, I think you are. I think you are missing something here. You're looking at them from a relationship standpoint. I'm looking at you. relationship standpoint. Uh, you know, um, again, again, not that I take everything that she says. I, I take everything she says with a grain of salt. Uh, 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 what's her name? Um, Josina Anderson. Josina Anderson mentioned you know big changes in the NFC East. I think people still are shocked or surprised that Ron might be out. Like you hear all the national reporters that he's been good to, and people are like, "Oh, no decisions have been finalized yet." All this. Stuff. I think that's what she was talking about. And then she also mentioned that there is one big. I forgot how she worded it. One big thing that is not appropriate to talk about yet, right now. Yes, within the NFC. I yes. I wonder if that's. I keep circling the wagons here, and looking at the fact that Josh Harris doesn't always make these low young, low rent moves. I mean, he makes big moves. Doc Rivers, Nick read, Nurse. Can I read you? Uh, we got to take a time. This, okay. Yeah, we got to take a time out. We'll come back and, and we'll read it. Then let's do that. Three because I'm interested in all of this stuff. I, I I love the puzzle pieces and how that all works. Uh, and hell, while we're at it, maybe they can bring in the big Tona in here to be like the president of football operations. Really? I love Bill Parcells here. I would <sighs> love that. Old school, baby. Run the ball, physical, slobber doctor football. Oh yeah, baby. Whew. Little we need a little injection of New York life. Into this organization, some tough talking people, some no nonsense, no BS kind of antics around got here. Got one in their building. Whip trying, some asses. They're trying to run them out. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty on the team nine eighty. Homie, don't play that. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ah, little Zach Brown band, huh? Like it, like it, like it. They're coming to FedEx Field. Zach Brown band and Kenny Chesney on the same night. You talk about mind-blowing for me. I mean, it could only be like if they added the Eagles to that. What'd you say about Nick Sirianni? No, not the stupid Philadelphia Eagles. Who cares about them? That's the band you don't know, Linnell. Yeah. The band. Ah, the band I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, he doesn't doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know about anything from 25 years ago or more. And, you know, have you heard of the Zach Brown band? Yeah, I've heard of ZBB. Yeah. Ooh, look at you, ZBB. Well, acronym. Can you you name one of their songs? From the Zach Brown band? Yeah. Break Even. Called Break Even, Zach Brown band. Look it up. I'm going to look it up, actually. I don't even know that song. Maybe I'm maybe I'm forgetting it. Sorry, breakup song is what it's called. I called it breakup. In instead of break even, leaving love behind. Are are you like? <laughs> I'm just googling something. I was gonna say, are you like coming in off of a UFO or something? Yeah. I mean, please. Um, He's pulling a mad dog and looking it up live on air. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 hey, can I can I give a quick uh, shout out here? Who's gonna win the NFC East? Can I give a quick shout out here? Let me see. Since we are since we are a program that likes to you know shout out all our affiliates, I want to shout out University of Maryland head baseball coach mm. Matt Swoop. Just gave the old youngest in charge a follow on the old X app. Oh. I'll follow back. We, we love our Terps connections. We are a Terps affiliate. The Terps. Right here on the Team 980 tonight. Big game tonight, against baby. Against number one Purdue. Zach Eady's been on one. Yeah. He's rising up uh, Jonathan Cavoni's big board on ESPN.com. I mean, Coach Sheehan is going to be front and center, front yes, row with Scott Van Pelt. I got to send an old text out to the old Sheemeister. Why do I feel like it seems like every time Maryland plays one of these big, big, big home games. They win. No. No, they don't win. I, f- I mean, like. Last year, who did, they, who did they knock off? Was it well, Indiana they, they last got, year? Well, they, or was it Purdue last year? No, they did beat Purdue. Uh, but I remember pre-conference, they played UCLA at home. And this was when UCLA was really good. You know, and Jamie, Jamie Hockwell, La- whatever year. his name. And they lost by like 30 points. I, it, it, like, it, it feels like mm-hmm. Maryland is, is better but they're also still inconsistent. They are completely broken offensively right now. I don't and, know what's going on. They can't hit a three-point shot to save their life. And that's the problem. And I smell a 25-point loss coming tonight. Well, see which version of Juju Reese we get tonight. Going up against Big we'll Jack Eady. They're going to have to have a hell of a defensive game plan. Him and Mike Jones and company. We'll see. Around the NFL, we will spin it right after this. Trending alert. All right, as Nell told you about last hour, Dalvin Cook and the Jets going to part ways so he can join a potential playoff contender. We discussed some of the possibilities last hour. If you want to know what teams he could fit in, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature, or Matt will have it podcast by the hour at the team980.com. Meanwhile, Kenny Pickett of the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, saying that the rumors about him refusing to dress and be QB2 behind Mason Rudolph Sunday in Seattle, simply not true and an insult 
to his professionalism. Bill Belichick, we were just talking about him with names and rumors swirling about Don Aponte possibly joining the Washington Commanders, said he's only concentrating at 4-12 and on this Sunday's season finale against the New York Jets. It could be. It probably will be Belichick's final game against his former team, uh, the Jets, at Gillette Stadium. We will see where that goes from there. Meanwhile, the commanders refusing to announce a starting quarterback, as expected. Jacoby Prissett still could be in the mix, depending on if he can get through a full practice. Sam Howell obviously started on Sunday in the loss against San Francisco. And tonight at 7.30, we discussed this earlier uh, this hour. If you missed it, again, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature. The Capitals try and snap a four-game losing streak in Pittsburgh against the 18-13-4 Penguins. 7.30, the puck drop from PPG Paints Arena on the fan and the Odyssey app. And that's what's trending. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, a couple of tweets. Lenny the Legend weighs in. My God. He just says, how about Scott Pioli? Let's bring the whole band back together. Let's bring Scott Pioli, Thomas Dimitrov, Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cronell. That's not the franchise I want to emulate. I mean, they only won six Super Bowl titles. What have you done for me recently, Chris Russell? Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, let, then let's hire everyone who's still in diapers because what have you done recently? I, I mean, you might as well just give Joe Boy Wonder Ben Horace. the jobs. Yeah, get Ben uh, Ben Wonder Ben uh, uh, Boy Wonder Ben the job. Because I mean, if it's all about just what you've done for me recently, Look, who cares about experience, history, knowledge, I'm happy, savvy? I'm happy about you know potential of a capologist, but. Darn it, we keep evading our most pressing issue, Chris. Which is a football evaluator. We don't have a football evaluator. That's And I don't even see how we're going to get to one. I, well, be, be, there's, well plenty, there's plenty I of do. ways you can get to one. But, like, who's ultimately, like, I'm more invested Again, in the process. All right, let me ask you more this. Than the if, you hired, if you hired uh, Donna Ponte and say she is connected, I, I mean, Bill Belichick was one of her mentors. Say that is a part of the master plan here. Belichick calling some of the strings, the NFL kind of leaning, whatever. <laughs> Say that is a part of it. Why can't you hire Thomas Dimitrov or Scott Pioli? But I would say Thomas Dimitrov has had more recent success. I just don't want Belichick. Remember, okay, re- remember when Nick Casario was a fool a year ago? How much of a fool is he now? How much of a fool is he Two now? franchise cornerstones. Right? And where did he come from? Patriots. Okay. So not everybody. But what about the Ravens, Chris? I, I, I understand that. I Listen, I, know. I would pick from the Ravens, the Eagles, or the Steelers organization. Like Andy Wydell, Weedle, whatever his name is. I like Wydell more. You know, he was from the <laughs> Eagles, then to the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, obviously Josh Harris, still a minority owner. I guess he hasn't divested his interest there. Maybe he knows him, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I would hire, yes. I, I, like this Alex Hallaby guy, Alec Hallaby, whatever his name is. He seems to be more like a analytics guru 
I need a football evaluator to make better football decisions. I need Dogs. somebody Scout. that's going to tell me, no, William Jackson III is a bad fit. I need somebody that's going to tell me Christian Gonzalez is better than Emmanuel Forbes, even though Emmanuel Forbes fills a more pressing need in my head coach's mind. I need somebody that's going to tell me, hey, you know what? Nick Gates can help us, but let's not sign him to a three-year deal and give him, you know, $8 million a year and ask him to hold up at center for a 1,000 snaps. I need somebody better than that, somebody better than what has been here, whether that's Martin Mayhew, whether that's Marty Herney, whether that's Ron Rivera, uh, whoever it is. That's what I need. I mean, they've made some good decisions. They just haven't made enough of them. Like, let's not act like they haven't made any good decisions. Um, I hear you. Rocky Pinnock. Tag, tags both of us. He says, imagine if Dawn convinced Mike Shanahan to return in a Parcells-type role. Radio gold, baby. Wow. <laughs> oh, can I tell you real quick uh, a fun story? Yeah. So um, pregame on Sunday, I was stalking the San Francisco systems. Mm-hmm. You know, the 49ers roll in here once every you know couple of years. I don't get to see the boys. Uh, the last time they were here, I was chained in the studio, so I didn't get to go out there. I don't get to travel to, like, NFL owners' meetings and all that stuff, so I don't get to see all the guys I know. So it had been nine years since I've seen a bunch of people that I used to work with on a daily basis, coaches, players, what have you. Run into, you know, uh, Daryl Tapp? Yes. Have you ever heard Daryl Tapp? Virginia Tech guy. He's mm-hmm. only here for a year. Really good guy. He's been an assistant defensive line coach you know, now working directly with Chase Young and Bosa and all that. Ran into him. Great little reunion, you know, whatever. Leonard Hankerson comes Coach out. Hank. Former th- Coach Hank comes out. He's been with the 49ers for a couple of years. Uh, you know, He's Coach Hank was a 2011 third-round pick. Yeah. You know, again, injuries, what have you, kind of caught up to him, but he's been doing the coaching thing. Got to catch up with him. Bobby Turner, one of the best Bobby. running backs coaches yeah. of all time, has been with Mike and Kyle Shanahan forever. And has turned, you know, a lot of pedestrian guys like Alfred Morris, no offense, yeah. into, you know, Raheem Mostert. Uh, you know, uh, again, Chris McCaffrey is not pedestrian by any stretch, but, you know, has had a lot of success turning pedestrian guys. <laughs> exactly. Into, so Bobby Turner comes out leading the charge of the 49ers out of the locker room. I, coach, Bobby, like, he turns around, and he goes, hey! and, and all of a sudden, bam! Bam! I get knocked into by the NFL films crew who just all they could care about was not that I was in the path, was that they had to get their precious, stupid little video. Yeah. I mean, it just nails fall? me. No, I because I'm a tough guy. The big I'm rooster. A, I'm a tough guy. So I ran into Hank, uh, Coach Hank, Daryl Tapp, Bobby Turner and Chris Furster, who used to be Chris the offensive line coach. line coach here, right? And yes. people may remember him for a different reason. <laughs> all four of those guys I love, okay? I forgot and, all and, and they're all with the 49ers. So, eh, no big deal. After the game, mm-hmm. I go into the post-game press conference, which is delayed a little bit because the 49ers are in the locker room watching on you know a grainy little television the Eagles <laughs> to the Cardinals and basically their, their spot and give the 49ers the number one seed. So Kyle Shanahan comes out, right? And I ask him a question about, hey, man, it's you know short week. Uh, you know, your team showed a lot of resiliency, long travel, whatever. He gives a great answer. Kyle's really good mm-hmm. at – I mean, he was when he was here towards the end – He's really good at, at 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 explaining good football stuff. Yes, and he you know he caught some flack last week because he was tired about talking about the four interceptions and so on and so forth. So anyway, I ask him that question. He answers it. Doesn't acknowledge me or anything like that. Fine, I, I'm not looking for acknowledgement. It's been nine years since I've seen. Maybe uh, yeah, it's been nine years, like today since I I, I last saw Kyle. Okay. Yeah. So after, right after the press conference, maybe like two questions later, he's getting down off the podium. I'm like, Kyle, good to see you, man. He goes, holy sh- dude. He goes, I didn't even recognize you at first. You know, I got Chris standing here. <laughs> no, Kirky. He goes, 
I didn't even recognize you at first. She goes, you look good. You know, you lost weight. You know, the classes, whatever. Because, I mean, it's been nine, yeah. nine and a half years. So we had a nice little chat, you know, family stuff, you know, whatever. He was, like, confused about where to go in the locker room. But I was, you know, telling him about, you know, things have changed here. He had, you know, he said, he's like, look, he's like, everything went out the wayside by when Dan left. That That's it. Like, there's no more animosity, whether yeah. you believe that or not. So I think there was a burying of the hatchet is why I, I, I bring up, you know, that. And also the fact that he didn't recognize me after nine and a half years uh, because apparently I've, I've lost some weight uh, and I did change my glasses. Woo! And then, how about this? <laughs> Last one for you. Mm-hmm. At Big Trent Williams' locker. Yeah, Big Trent. So we all gather around, all the Washington people, okay, that were there. And everybody's asking him questions. And I said like a big dummy that I am. I go, hey, Trent, I know you're really sensitive to, uh, you know, you're, you're a real sensitive guy. I said, but did you ever kind of think full circle, Mike and Kyle made you 13 years, you know, number four overall pick, for first pick of their regime. Here you are winning the number one seed, and Kyle called you the best left tackle ever in NFL history. That, yeah. That's what Kyle said. And he looked at me, he smiled, he goes, well, I wouldn't say I'm sensitive. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Oh, big dread. Sorry, yeah, yeah, man. I didn't mean he, to piss you off. We're just two big dummies. Okay. <laughs> I meant that you're, you know, a big, you're, you're kind of a big teddy bear. Yeah, he's a nice guy. You know, I didn't mean sensitive as in thin-skinned. Right. I meant, you know, and he, and he laughed and he was like, oh, I knew what you meant. You know, whatever. And I had a great five-minute, like, reunion conversation with him. I mean, he talked about his kids. He's got four kids now, uh, all girls. We were talking about how many great coaches obviously came from this. He goes... I can't believe it. Bobby Slowick's going to be a head coach, whether it's, you know, like he, another one, uh, you know, Mike and Kyle and this and that. And he goes, and there's some great coaches that haven't even been head coaches. Some of the guys that I'm talking about. Yeah. And, you know, eventually if they stay long enough and if they're good enough and if they stay in that San Francisco system enough, it's possible that a guy like Leonard Hankerson might become the offensive yes, coach. It's possible that he might Brian become the, a next head coach, that type of – I mean, there could be more to this tree. The point overall is yeah. what a freaking foundation – Kyle Shanahan has laid in San Francisco. He has completely taken what was a joke, what was yeah. an armpit of the NFL, who had fired Chip Kelly and Jim Tomsula in consecutive one-year reigns and had a terrible ownership situation. York was Kyle Shanahan said, I'll come to you while I'm coaching in the Super Bowl. Give me six years. Let me hire my GM, John Lynch. And they completely turned around, revolutionized that organization. And you know what? A guy who's not getting enough credit, or credit might be wrong. A guy who I'm still very interested in. I know Joe Horditz is your guy. Adam Peters is a guy that has been very instrumental in helping Kyle and John Lynch build a three-unit, a three-unit football team. A three-unit football team. They are really good in all three phases. That might be a guy that... He's gotten some love. He's on the short list for sure. I know everybody wants Baltimore and Philadelphia and whatever, and that might be a guy that if you're looking for an executive that has helped build a sustainable all-three-unit operation and, and not done it by just buying everything, Adam Peters might be the guy. No, I, he's on my short list for sure. I don't think they could go wrong with any of the guys that we have on our short list, like your Ian Cunningham and your 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 Weed Wydell, your your Horowitz, your Hallaby, your There's some really good Peters out there. It's There's a really long, good candidates. long drawn out process, and I think it goes back to what we were saying. Yeah. Is how influential yeah. is Eugene Shen gonna be in the process? Yeah. And who is who has Josh Harris's ear? That's what I would like love to know is like who's got his ear because national reporting right now says that uh oh Marty Herney's got his ear. <laughs> I hope that is not. I, I hope if Marty Herney has his ear, you're saying get Ron. I hope Marty <laughs> Herney has been looking around the entire NFL and not just at who he knows yeah. and who he has long you know. Like I don't mind Marty Herney like some others do. I think Marty is pretty smart. That being said, I don't want this to be an old boy network hire. I want this to be a smart hire. And I I don't I don't necessarily mind if it's an older guy. It doesn't have to be a thirty eight year old. 
you know, first-time GM, but it's got to be a good football guy. A good football, and none of this analytic nerdomania. We already have Eugene Shen. Yeah. He's, he's got analytics up the wazoo. Saucy in a good way, baby. Yeah, exactly. Dumb Dumb of the Day coming up next right here on the team, 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, final segment right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Craig Hoffman coming in, um, or coming up, I should say. I don't know if he's coming in. I haven't seen him. Maybe I missed him. Um, But we will – he'll take you through. Uh, On this Tuesday afternoon, back to work for most everybody, January the 2nd. 2024 doc walker will be in studio tomorrow so we're just playing a little uh, switcheroo a little musical chairs because doc filled in for coach Sheehan this morning uh and linnell willingham has been with us besides linnell is there any other nickname that you like besides you know that we all that's call my, you that's I mean, do you hate nell nell or no that uh, linnell's my name chris that's i, I understand nickname. that but but I can't just call you youngest in charge, young, youngest in charge 10 times a show. I mean, I know that's your moniker, and I know that's your mon- Is there a name, is there a nickname, Nell, 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 anything like that that you like? No. I can see it on your face. No. I'm either Linnell, I'm the youngest in charge. All right. The next time we do a show together, I'm not going to call you Linnell. I'm just going to call... I'm just going to refer to you as youngest in charge, which is not really a nickname. It's a motto. It's a moniker. It's, you know. When I walk in the building at Cap One Arena, when I go to Wizards games, that is how All the I'm, security that, officers that, go, oh, it's the youngest in charge. Well, the, other day, the other day, a security guard read my, my name badge and said, oh, you're the guy from the radio. You're the guy from the radio. You, do you understand youngest in charge is, is kind of hard? It's kind of hard to, like, associate with. All right. It is time to end the show. <laughs> never mind. Matt hates I, you. N- never mind. I just, I, I just thought of, about it at the last second. Time to end the show. How we try and end the show with a little bit of a laugh. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Oh, yes, indeed. The new year calls for somebody extra special. Headline in the New York Post. Enraged Traveler takes ride on baggage carousel and then threatens to poop on it after a long wait for luggage. Yes, this actually happened at London's Gatwick Airport. A flyer, Robin Hobson, filmed a man's temper tantrum, the British traveler who was upset, and as the video that is posted in the story, and I'll put up the link, The man who was involved in this, who was filmed, his name is not known, is screaming into the mouth of the carousel. Not that. He was screaming into the mouth of the carousel in an attempt to talk to baggage handlers who were behind the scenes who he cannot see. He said, quote, can you please hurry up? We are all waiting. If you don't hurry up, I will go poo on the bleeping F word trail. Yeah. He angrily vowed as passengers laughed behind him. Then the man's pat luggage did not appear. And the clip meant forward or cut forward for 15 minutes. What's the next thing that you see? What do you think the next thing that you see is? The man, well, <laughs> he threatened to poop, but the man climbing into the con- onto the conveyor belt and heading head first into and behind the wall at the airport where all the luggage comes from behind the sign number one. You got to see the picture. This guy is an absolute freaking moron. He keeps going, hello, hello. I'll tell you what, if you don't hurry up, I'm going to lay a Richard right in front of it. Talking Doc Walker either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then... The plane's bags finally come out onto the conveyor belt. The man's luggage is first to appear, and he says, it's number one. He grabs the small suitcase, dancing with glee. So apparently everything is okay. 
everything is perfect. The man who threatened to take a crap on the conveyor belt in London still, because you acted like a complete imbecile, gets a very special recognition to open up the new year. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. What do you think about that, Linnell? I think it was pretty dumb. Youngest in charge. Yeah, I think people need to people need to grow the grow the f up. I would say so. I would say control your anger and your temper. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks to Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Thanks to Linnell. I'm Willingham. really sad. This is this three hours is over. This this felt like this felt like it goes too quick. It went seriously. It goes too quick. Let's like negotiate I... to get you back here later on in the week. Let's see if the uh, if the boss man will allow that. Let's see. Doc Walker coming up uh, tomorrow with me in studio. Linnell's coming up after Grant and Danny over on the fan before Capitals Hockey, so stay tuned for that. Again, thanks to Matty Ice. Craig Hoffman up next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Happy New Year, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.